Thank you for joining me on this next episode of the Scholar Homies podcast. The game is to be told, not sold, conversations with the soul. So if you are listening to this on the original release date of January 3rd, it's my birthday. So happy birthday to me. And I wanted to celebrate with a special episode with my family. So I'll be honest, we're not recording all this in one session. I think I'm, I'm going room by room to talk to everybody. So we're going to start with my dad. Hi, dad. Good afternoon, daughter. <laughs> so dad, I was joking with you on Instagram and you said you didn't know what a podcast was. I, I still don't. Okay. Well, a podcast is a digital audio and it's comprised of multiple episodes. So this is one episode of that. Um, so welcome to a podcast, your first recording. Okay. Do I get 50% of each podcast or what? So actually, no, because I don't get paid for this. Oh, okay. So, <laughs> so um, yes, this is going to be it interesting I think but I, I wanted to start with you because on Christmas you you like to get on my video which we do um Instagram stories a lot and you wanted to share to the the folks on Instagram that you got your diploma your diploma frame yes. so we'll start there um you graduated with your I feel like we're just jumping right we're just jumping straight in you you graduated with your um bachelor's at 60 years old Tell us about that. Yeah, about 60 or 61. Uh, basically, uh, I, I went back to school. Uh, I graduated high school in 1977, uh, joined the military. And after 27 years, I got out. And I started working for this company, and the company uh, folded. So I didn't know what to do after that. I didn't know about to retire or what. And my daughter goes, uh, Dad, you can still use your GI Bill. So I did some research and everything. And sure enough, I used my research uh, bill, went to the VA and started uh, looking in and I got accepted to uh, finish university uh, with four years and got my bachelor's degree in business, uh, business management. Uh, so if I could do it, uh, everybody could do it. So it, it was an adventure. I, I learned a lot and I graduated in uh, 2018. I got my diploma. So now it's December the 25th, uh, 2022. And after four years, my family finally gave me a frame to put my damn diploma in. <laughs> it, it takes a while. So you went to the University of Phoenix. And we talked a lot about that when you were going through it because you were often the oldest student you were, you were always the oldest. So tell us how it felt being, I guess, two things. One, the oldest student in the classroom, and then two, a veteran student. Well, as far as, uh, I think I was probably one or two, three veterans there. But mostly, uh, the, as, as the oldest, uh, it, it, was, it was very unique, and it was, it was a struggle for me because uh, back when I was younger, uh, we didn't have computers, uh, laptops, or anything like that. So it was hard for me to to stay up with, with the younger people because everybody was in their 30s, and here I am, 60-something years old. But uh, I, I made it through uh, with, with teamwork. And one of the things that I, that I realized is that uh, the university, uh, they give you all kinds of resources and you have to use the resources uh, if you want to succeed. Yeah, so some of the resources that University of Phoenix have, which is actually a for-profit, so it's a different type of institution that I've, I've never worked at, but they do provide you all with like very specific, very helpful student programming, like Grammarly. So that's something that, you know, I would say, non-for-profit four-year and two-year institutions don't provide now I'm speaking like higher language but but there was there were definitely some programs that helped you right and that you took advantage of that helped you through um your education journey yes yeah, so right now uh what's helped me and, and even my job right now actually I'm 65 already and still working and and my job pertains a lot to being in the computer eight hours a day. I have uh, two monitors and 
all, all, all the little details that I learned from the university uh, just by going to college has really helped me in being successful. But the thing about it though, is that, uh, I, we can't pause it, daddy. Okay. Okay. You lost your chain of thought. That's okay. Yeah, yeah. That's okay. Well, we'll go on. So I have some questions from Instagram and they, they asked, which was kind of interesting, but what are our top three best moments we've shared together? I know that's a tough one. I feel like top, that top three. top three. Yeah. I think the top three is a uh, top three is, is uh, that you receive a lot of uh, uh, education. You receive, you know, the back master's degree, uh, two master's degrees, uh, you receive a doctor's degree. So I think the, the most precious moments uh, was when uh, the, the top one is when, uh, when my granddaughter was born, uh, your daughter, Melania, that to top it off, uh, it, uh, she's, uh, she was uh, a special child uh, that was born into our lives, you know, so yeah. So, okay. Melania is of course the top and then the education. I love it. Um, I think my best moments I've with you, especially are probably growing up. We were, um, we're a military family and living in Virginia. And I think those, um, honestly <laughs> going out to like our parties, I think the parties with all our friends <laughs> were, were probably my best moments. Um, yeah, those, those were fun times. So those those were good times. Um, and I you I've I've shared with this you with you before, but I guess with the world to know that um I had an amazing childhood and I love you. Um so the next question is, which might be an obvious, but are you proud of me? Of course I'm proud of you. Uh at work almost every day when I talk to uh other uh employees or subordinates or not subordinates but our colleagues you know I always uh, let them know and they always ask me well what are you doing here because I'm actually a transfer from San Diego California came to the valley here and I immediately let them know you know uh, I could have retired a while back but we came here to to follow our daughter because uh, uh, she's a professor at uh, UTRGB and I tell everybody that you know, so uh, yes, uh, I think my wife and I, uh, we did something uh, really good with our daughter and supported her education. And uh, I don't know if it's good or bad because uh, she works like seven days a week, <laughs> like almost 24 hours a day. Yeah, that, I, unfortunately, but I, if, if, if I get my work ethic from anybody, it's from you. Um, which, you know, has good and bad things. And I, we work through that. Um, definitely the asking for help. I know that when I struggle asking for help, that's, that comes from you because <laughs> I know that you struggle asking for help too, but, but we're working through that. Um, another question which, which people may or may not know this about you, but what have you enjoyed most about living in Texas? I know that we, um, me personally, I've struggled with you probably don't know this. Well, yeah, you do. I struggled, you know, moving here and, and living in Texas. You probably know. Yeah, you do know this. So for you, um, being a native, what have you enjoyed about moving back to Texas? Well, <laughs> truthfully, not much. <laughs> I was born and raised in uh, Lockhart, Texas, up there by uh, Austin, Texas, uh, Central Texas. And here uh, in the uh, real lower Grande Valley, uh, it's totally different. Uh, the diversity here is, it, it's, it's, it's almost like if you go into another country when I was in the military, it's almost like a culture shock. The people here is, is, is totally different from the people in Austin area. That is, uh, we haven't really adapted yet, so it, it's it's really hard to to know their ways. But you know, uh, as we being military family, we have to adapt to everything. But at the same time, uh, the people here, you know, there's there's something else. Uh, we got a lot of issues, but they're different. They're very very different. Very much so. So let's do a um.
something I call this or that, but it's going to be the California versus Texas edition <laughs> because why not? All right. So Tex-Mex or California Mexican food? I think uh, California food. In and out or Whataburger? In and out. South Padre Island or Coronado Beach? Well, I, I like uh, Coronado Beach, but uh, I was just watching uh, uh, a video on Facebook and they're saying uh, South Padre Island uh, is really nice. Uh, we haven't gone there, so I'm thinking about taking my wife or even the family there. Uh, we actually have to take a boat to the island. And they say it's very nice, so I can really say. The last time I was in South Padre Island was years ago. I was still in high school, maybe around 73, 74, somewhere around there. That uh, that we with this family, we came here to South Padre Island here in, uh, in the valley. And we were by the beach, and I'll never forget this. It's, it's that uh, we're fishing. And I caught a fish, right? Uh, not big fish, so I caught a fish. So I was showing everybody, hey, you know, I caught a fish. And all the seagulls just came up swarming down and trying to get my fish from me. It reminded me of that movie, uh, The Birds. If anybody has seen The Birds, it's, uh, that was a scary movie back then. That's funny. Okay, um, San Antonio or San Diego? Uh, San Diego, of course. Yes. Uh, San Antonio, I don't know. I don't know about San Antonio. Uh, San Diego, of course. California tamales or Texas tamales? Well, they're both made different. Uh, homemade tamales in Texas are, are the best. Here they have uh, uh, Dulias or Delias tamales. They're okay, but they're not the greatest. California tamales, they have corn and all kinds of stuff in there, so it's they're unique. So that's that's a toss-up on that. Probably probably equal. Say one nice thing about Texas. <laughs> one nice thing about Texas. I can't really say a nice thing. All I can say is I I, I wish it would be blue instead of red. I think we're purple. We're purple. Oh, I forgot one more thing for you. The Dallas Cowboys or the Chargers. Let's go. Who is it gonna be? <laughs> Well, they can't really see each other in, 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 in the Super Bowl. So I, I think the, the Cowboys will go all the way. Okay. Say uh, any last words for the people listening. Well, thank you for listening. And then my daughter was lying to me that uh, she does get paid. <laughs> can you please somebody send me something and so I can get my 50% for each session? <laughs> oh my goodness okay well, thanks dad okay so now we're here with my mother who's graciously given me five minutes of her time thank you you're welcome for agreeing yeah you, you have to talk into the mic come here you're very welcome okay so we're I'm surprised you gave me your time <laughs> <laughs> you're welcome for my time so we're here now with my mother who um I'm excited to have her on the mic. I just want to ask you, so for, we're, we're jumping in. This podcast is being released on my birthday. So thank you for giving birth to me. Yes, it was a very tough labor. <laughs> I, I bet it was. And I I'm pretty sure I've been a pain in your ass ever since. No, because it claimed that you were a very pretty mermaid, which you are a beautiful young lady. Thank but you. But you're stubborn like the day that you gave birth. Because the day you gave birth. Neg- natural and i had to have a c-section in the last moment okay we'll we'll share every, we'll spare everyone the details but um you have always pushed me to be the best version of myself in education so for anyone listening who needs motivation what words of wisdom or motivation do you have for them it's not easy but you can't give up especially females that have children it's very very hard you have been blessed because we have helped you. And Gabe has been a big part of it too. However, some of these students don't have the, the opportunity, but they have to work and they have to study. They have to maintain a family at home, but you can't give up. You gotta find somewhere how to do it and manage it. You just gotta be strong. I mean, not strong, but you can't give up. Yes, you tear down because 
I've I've done it. I mean, I've done it because I moved away and no family whatsoever, and that was the hardest part. But it's not the end of the world either. I mean, it gets to that point, but you push. So my mom is talking about Gabe. Can you cut it down? I hope y'all don't hear that he's playing Fortnite in the background, but. My mom is talking about when um, we, I was younger, I was what, maybe eight or nine, and you went to school, you worked full time, and my dad was overseas, stationed a lot. So a, a lot of it, we were, it was just me and you. Yes. So tell, tell, give him a story or tell us about that time. Well, I've always told your dad that I was going to do my best while he was out there in deployment. The thing is that you, uh, as long as a great student dropped. You know, I mean, I was able to do a full-time job. Once the grades drop, I was going to promote myself to part-time to keep an eye on you in school and everything. So that's what um, how it would manage the whole 12 years after that. What manage? Tell them. Manage? Well, okay, so tell them about our day. So we would, there were times, people don't know this about, about us. So me and you, we would get up, what, I don't know, five or six in the morning. Six in the morning. We'll take you, get your dress, fight to get your dress, but we got your dress, take you to school. There was times that you would take the bus because the bus was right around the corner, not even the corner, right across the street. People would wave, like try to hide your waving, but, and that did it for, I mean, I make sure I picked you up, I dropped you off. I found a part-time job. I let them know, look, this is my situation. I need this hours and this hours because I'm picking her up and dropping her off. And that was it, you know? So in between work and school, you would come, I would have, a, sometimes I would have a babysitter at right. night in the evening. And so you would come home for like 40 minutes. Mm -hmm. We would have dinner together. Mm -hmm. And then you would drop me back off correct. because you would go back to school. That's correct. Well, we did that for a few years and and here you are. And, you know, we did that for a few years and we moved again. And this whole situation was again, part-time. And I decided to not to go to school, to make sure an eye on you and that was it. So for during my elementary years, my mom did this schedule while we lived in Virginia Beach. And then she's checking on her rice. So go check on your rice and I'll, tell, I'll fill them in. So then we were trans, um, transferred from Virginia to San Diego, California. And then that's when I became a hot mess. And so then she <laughs> unfortunately stopped school and then had to had to watch me a little bit more. But so a little bit about so working moms, moms trying to go to school is a special place, is you know, holds a special place in your heart. Talk to them, maybe a, a mom who's working full time, going to school full time, and maybe doesn't have the family support, but where can they find that community? Where can they find that support? Well, in my case was, I never had a family nearby. Never had my family nearby, okay? Right. So it was me and you. Right. The support came from the military group. Um, my my military sisters, my friends, my close friends, they were the ones there for me for supporting it. And there, you know, a lot of times um, it was just your neighbor. Sometimes you choose your neighbor, your best neighbor to keep an eye on you or what, you know, had to do. Uh, but yes, that's the hardest part to find. A lot of a lot of y'all probably have like, close families that can help. I didn't have that opportunity. So I had to find out who was gonna trust or who I didn't trust. And then, like I said, I work part-time. Then once you go to be out of high school, I make sure you weren't easy test in high school, but we managed. Yes, we did. Okay, so I'm gonna ask some questions from Instagram. What are the top three best moments that we've shared so far? Besides tears? <laughs> yeah, besides tears. Uh, so my mom is a mother dearest. If you've ever seen that movie, that's that's my mom. That's <laughs> she rules with the iron fist. But um, what are some supportive? Oh, I have a good memory. I have the, my best memories with you, but go. Do you want me, do you want me to share mine while you're thinking yes. of yours? Okay. So Never tell my mother that you're running away because <laughs> she will take your um, identification. Okay, this is also something you can't do in 2023, but back in the day, she could do it. She took my identification when we were living in San Diego, California. And so then she dropped me off at um, 
near the border near Tijuana and told me to get out <laughs> back then there was now there's a mall there back then there was nothing I mean oh so this is this is where the outlet was I don't even remember where, where, you, where it was yeah. because it was so dark that's yeah, okay right, that's right. what you said you want to run away so I want to make sure because <laughs> she wanted me to make sure I ran away I want to make sure that no I didn't want to make sure she wanted to run away but I want to make sure that I know I left it there because some people, I mean, you, it's a nightmare for people that their child runs away and you don't sleep, don't eat. And I know that from first hand because my grandpa disappeared and without a trace. So it's a very, very hard. So I just want to make sure that, hey, you know, you want to be drop off? I'll drop you off. And so my, my mom went with the, like, I'm going to scare your ass straight method, which I think it did because I, I never said I would run away again. No, we, okay. we haven't. We do you, I know, together. now I know, now we're, we're still living together. Um, do you have any other? Okay, what are your best moments? My best moments? You finishing high school. That was one of my moments. Then, um, why was finishing high school a best moment for you? Because as a parent, we all want our child to be the best of the best. And then uh, you brought me my favorito. Oh, Gabriel! <laughs> Gabriel's a high a highlight. He's uh, he. I think a good part of that. He you know it's all a chain. And then she decided to go to school, which his family really really supported her because a lot of times that side of the in laws don't want you to go to school. And Mr. Lonnie and all her family were very supportive of her going to school so that's another thing I'm very very those are my biggest moments being a grandma was another one um yes you know we now we live together we just try not to bump heads because sometimes like you said mama dearest I gotta step away because she is a grown woman now <laughs> okay so then that brings me to go ahead and check on your rice while I share my second private moment with you was Gabriel might remember this when we were riding the bus and my dad was overseas. She looked at me like, you're going to tell that story. This is my favorite story of my mom because it tells you how much of a hard ass she is. We were stuck downtown. The bus stops running after a certain time. And so I called her on something called a payphone to come pick us up. And guess what? She refused to come pick us up. She was like, if you stayed out half when the bus was going to bring you back home, then that's your fault. You should stay, have you should have paid attention. So Gabe and I were basically stuck downtown San Diego until the morning buses came at five in the morning. So mom, any regrets making me stay out all night? No, I didn't, <laughs> I, I didn't make you stay out all night. You chose to stay out night. And yes, I mean, that's what happens. You pay the consequences. You know, you follow rules and you break them. I mean, you do the bus run certain hours, catch it. Okay. <laughs> it's like the day that you made a hole. Oh my God. Okay. I you weren't supposed to go out that day because you know you made a hole, you weren't doing your shorts. You still don't do your shorts. <laughs> and uh you, you claim that you fell uh, the biggest lie. She fell from upstairs to downstairs. Well, you know, you're gonna hit the wall, you know, downstairs. No, you go upstairs and you see the wall. She goes, right there. The hole is right there. I go, oh, this is what you did. She goes, how do you know? Well, I was not born last night, but, you know, that's how we know. But anyway, she, she's talking about a mysterious hole that I, I may or may not have kicked into the wall. No, no, you did kick. And then got stuck. <laughs> but guess what at the door? Um, Your favorito was at the door to save yeah, the day. So they took the bus to Home Depot and they patched the hole. And then I got to go out again, but because she had said I couldn't go out if I hadn't patched the hole. Okay, so the next maybe obvious question, not so obvious. Are you proud of me? Proud of you? Yes, I brag about you. I'm proud of you. I, I mean, y'all, you have become a mom, a wife. Yes, I'm proud of you. The only thing I don't like sometimes is a little stubbornness, but I have survived. I've learned to live with it. Yes, love all of me. Okay, so we're gonna transition into some other questions here. Um, what have you enjoyed the most about living in Texas? This is the this is the trigger question. I don't know if we should be asking this. Okay, for people that don't know, I was born and raised here, not in this area, but in Texas. I left this area. There ain't nothing here. I mean, it's dead, dead, dead. Do I like it? The answer is no. 
but I'll, like I said, again, I've already knew that I was coming here and I treated like if I was overseas because I knew what this area was like. However, um, I think because people are, families out here, but not the same because it's not the same. I mean, I've been gone for so long. I'll do the best. Okay, so we're going to get into this next portion of a pod, the podcast where I do this or that, where you pick one or the other, like you pick like an apple or orange, all right? So I'm going to I'm gonna give you options and you pick which one you like, okay? okay. So it's going to be the California versus Texas version though. Tex-Mex food or California Mexican food? California. In-N-Out or Whataburger? Neither. Neither, okay. South Padre Island or Coronado Beach? You gotta be kidding me, right? I know. I, be. <laughs> <laughs> she almost smacked me. San Antonio or San Diego? Are you gonna get San Diego? Okay. California tamales or Texas tamales? Texas. Say one nice thing about Texas. One nice thing about Texas. Yeah. Um, let's see. Weather, maybe when it's hot. You like the weather when it's hot? I like the weather. Okay, that's a plus. Any last words for the people listening? Any what? Any last words for the people listening? Stay on your game. You can do it. Don't let nobody tell you you can't because there's always a way to go. This is what my, I learned from my dad. So you will find a way to manage. That's it. Thank you, mommy. You're welcome. Okay, so now I'm here with the love of my life, Melania. So for those listening who may not know, Melania is my 10-year-old daughter who has been on this education journey with me for the last 10 years. So when I started my master's program, she was seven weeks old. She was a newborn. And I just persevered through with the, of course, help of my family. And we just continued on. I finished my master's program. I took a year, I, not break because I, I was working full-time the whole time. And then I went straight into my doctoral program, working full-time and raising her. And then we recently moved to Texas, which may, most of you all know about. So that's where I think I would like to start. Um, my love, tell me about your feelings about maybe about the move. Yeah. How we, we left California and we moved to Texas. It was rough. I mean, it was very hard and it was sort of heartbreaking too, because I love California and I gotta say, it's not as good as Texas. It doesn't compare anything to Texas. Like California is the best. So, I mean, through the move, it was, like, difficult. I mean, it was very tiring. Um, yeah. Which part of the move was hard? Because we lived, we, we moved across country during the pandemic, right? So, you know, we kind of left and didn't really get to say bye to anybody almost. Um, well, and Well, we got to say goodbye to my cousins. We Yeah, that was a priority. We got to say bye to your cousins. And then we lived in a hotel for nine weeks. Yeah. And in the last year, we moved four times to four different Airbnbs. So, like, wait, hold on. Is it nine weeks, like three months? Yeah, well, two months. It was two months and one week. Um, but tell me about your feelings about that. Hmm. I, think, I mean, it was, hmm, how do I say it? I feel like. It just like doesn't feel like home, you know. Uh, it wasn't like, I mean, it's not. It wasn't did feel like that, but like, but like when it was time to move, it was like chaotic because you know, like moving's like a hard thing. Yes, it was. It was very chaotic. So tell me your feelings. Mommy sometimes has to travel for for work for conferencing. Yeah. Um, and when you were little before basically before you went to school I would bring you with me but now that you're in school I can't always bring you with me because I don't want you to get absences but tell me how you feel about that I feel sad because I love going on trips with you and it's so fun and I need a break sometimes to be honest life is life is tiring school is tiring school is tiring yes okay um but when I'm gone I definitely try to keep up right I call you in the mornings and I, I leave you notes yes. um are those helpful for you 
Yeah, they're helpful. And then when I get back, what do I always try to do? You always like try to like wait, like recover like the time that you missed of me. Yeah. So and I get souvenirs. You do get souvenirs. And then the day that I immediately get back, we always try to have like a me and you day, right? Yeah. And actually tomorrow we're going to have our yes day. It's a yes day. So for those listening that may not be familiar, what's a A yes yes day? day is a challenge that you say yes to everything for 24 hours. But there are still some boundaries, though. Yeah, there's there there might be some boundaries. And it's a yes day because we're going to be wrapping up winter break. And for winter break, I um I had we had like a little challenge, right? Yes. What was the challenge? I had to do these simple tasks every single day for those days until tomorrow. And and I'll end my yes day. Yeah, and did you and you've earned it, right? Yeah. Yay. But apparently our Christmas elves buddy and buddy junior, they were tapping next to my computer. So I couldn't do my homework. It's like they did want me to have it. Oh, they were um yeah. conspiring against you, maybe. Um what are are you proud of me? Yes, I'm very proud of you. What are you proud of, baby? I, me personally, everybody is proud of, of like how far, how far you came, like how beautiful you are, how you have an amazing daughter. But me, I am proud how you are achieved that, how you were like, you're strong and you came and you came all this way through 10 years of raising your 10 year old daughter, AKA me. I'm the best. I'm the prettiest. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And being so amazing and being the best mom ever, giving me souvenirs on a trip. So, well, I love you and I'm so proud of you for being amazing as well. Yes. Um, let's see. Let me ask you some more questions here. Uh, Is there anything that you want me to ask or you want to say to me? Wait, I get to ask you questions? Well, if you want to ask a question, go ahead. Okay, sure. What was it like being a kid that's your school? Mylania Aveda. Oh my goodness. <laughs> wow, you really yes. came for me, girl. Yes. Oh my goodness. Okay, so we're we're doing we're doing we're doing a family episode for my birthday. This is going to be released on my birthday and I pretty much gave everyone kind of like, you know, boundaries except for Melania because I didn't think I needed to and she just came for me. <laughs> so Melania, um we want to say no to bullying and Melania you weren't bullying. No, okay, here. I I then there, there needs to be some context to this because this is like a family kind of insight addition <laughs> joke that she just put me on blast. But I want to say there's context. One, there's two situations happening. Melania, um, you know, we're we're talking and dealing through like bullying issues with her, and we're in a very different time. Okay. <laughs> Whereas me, I grew up in a different era, okay, where we handled bullies with a diff with our fists, right? And I so I I wasn't bullied. So when she asks me my experiences about like, well, were you bullied? It's like, no, because I protected myself physically and I had a very different experience because I did move around a lot and I I went to like at least six different elementary schools and so my my coping and which is I don't um I don't condone anymore but that was that back then that was what I did (laughs) and what I did back then was when I when I got into a new elementary school Okay, say it, Melania. She found the baddest bitch in this school and beat them up. I know, right? Oh my goodness. This is I'm gonna have to edit this out. <laughs> this is no bueno. This is no bueno. So basically, you know, you find the queen bee and you you basically battle, so to speak, and you know, you, you then you're not bullied, you're not messed with, you're not dealt with. Yeah. Um, that was my coping mechanism, which of course I don't um condone 
we don't condone violence. We were we're we're in a different era. These hands we have, are ready to eat for everyone. We have these hands are ready to eat for everyone. Really, Melania. Yeah. So. <laughs> um. This one happens when he watches too many sniper wolf videos. Okay. What? Yeah. Which is I don't like you watching. Do you have any other questions for me? Since you already came for me. <laughs> and I don't like you watching Housewives of Miami. <laughs> yeah. So we are on winter break where I've been binging binging Netflix and. <laughs> But also been binging um, the Real Housewives of Miami and Wednesday. We we did like Wednesday. Um, was, was that any other questions? Uh, uh, well, was, like how like hmm how okay this is a uh hmm we're like. How does it feel to be the queen bee of the school when he took the other queen bee down? Well, it felt it was for powerful. No, it was for protection, my love. So I, I when I did it at the time, it was so that I wouldn't get picked on because when you're a new kid in a new school in a new situation, oh, yeah, they're just you gonna get, go for you. They just pick on you, right? Yeah. So my. My like look at me, they're already going for me too. So yeah, so my way of coping was like, well, before they come for me, I'll come for them first. So do you have any other non-fighting questions, Melania? Uh (laughs) (laughs) let's see. If not, that's okay. It's it's your birthday coming up. So like what like what do you want as a present? Um that's a good question. Want some thick ear wax right there. I don't. What do I want? Like material wise? Mm-mm. I don't know. Oh, I do want hoop earrings. Because remember, I lost my hoop ear. I know you're looking at me like what? <laughs> I lost my my favorite hoop earrings in July, and I need I need them back. I need my other hoop earrings. That's materialistic of, of what oh. I want for my birthday. Oh my god! Wait, do you mean the ones that Daddy bought you in California? No, the ones before oh, okay, that. Okay, yeah, okay. no, I knock on wood. I still have oh, those. Oh, okay, that's good. That's good. yeah. I was about to. You almost gave me a heart attack. Oh uh, my god! What do I want for my birthday? I don't know. I just, I'm honestly, I just want peace, love, and happiness, and I'm good. Good times, good times. Um, what do you want to be when you grow up, my love? A YouTuber. What is your YouTube channel going to be about? My, wait, what? Oh, the, oh, I thought you were going to say for the name. Oh, no. What are you going to YouTube? Uh, Roblox, uh, Fortnite, Toka Boca, Gotcha Club, you know. The usual? Yes. Okay. So you, are you going to monetize that? What do you mean? Are you, are you going to make money from that when you grow up? Yeah. Okie dokie. We'll have to help you monetize it then. Yeah. Um, let's see. I'm gonna ask you some questions. Yes. What are the top three best moments that we've shared together? Hmm. Whenever we're just laughing as a family. I like that too. Okay, the second one is well, yesterday where we're daddy and and I was there with Grandpa, and he was going crazy with the firecrackers. That was funny. <laughs> yeah, I love that. <laughs> and you're over here having a mental breakdown because I got a little mark on my wrist. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, I'm, yeah, let me look at that, by the way. Bro, it's gone. Okay, good. Well, I mean, I should be concerned that you got hit with a firework. Okay, Um, what's one last memory? One that- <laughs> sorry, sorry, I accidentally, I'm sorry, hit her knee with the microphone. And that's abuse, okay. <laughs> it was an accident. Okay, okay, uh, the best moment, or the last moment, uh, when me and you were making a gingerbread house. That was oh, that was, oh yeah, me just adding all the friends, oh yeah, so you can have so many friends, I know, right? That was fun. Yes. So I'm gonna do a little game called this or that, where you pick one or the other. Okay, baby. Okay. And it's gonna it's gonna be California versus Texas edition. Yeah. So Tex Mexican food or California Mexican food. California Mexican food, especially I'm gonna be Pacific. Robertos. Yeah, we love them. In and out or what a burger. In and out. In and out. 
if y'all don't know, in and out is Melania's absolute favorite. Okay. South Padre Island or Coronado Beach, which you may not know the, the, the name specifically. So basically the beach in Texas or the beach in California? The, tech, the beaches in Texas are disgusting. They're dirty. Disgusting. So I'm going to go California. Okay. San Antonio or San Diego? San Diego. California tamales or Texas tamales? Okay, Texas tamales are good, but they're not as good as California. Okay, why are you yelling? <laughs> um, they you told me not to be shy. I'm not being shy. Yes, okay. I told you not to be shy, but also like we don't have to yell. Say, oh. say one nice thing about Texas. I mean, girl, Texas, you got some good looks, okay? You come the Wild West, like you wild, okay? But you're just not that good, okay? <laughs> you're not that good. Nobody wants you. Claudia. Okay? Oh, my God. Oh, well, they uncensored, y'all. This is an uncensored episode. Um, Any last words for the people listening? I am a banana. <laughs> I'm so motivated by that. Thank you, babe. <laughs> All right, say goodbye. Uh, bye. All right, and up next we have her daddy. <laughs> so hold for for this one. All right, so up next we have the infamous Gabriel, um, my life partner. So if Melania is the love of my life, Gabriel is my first love. Say hi to the people. Hello, hello. How you guys doing? So we have some questions for you, um, and. I guess we'll just jump right into it. So how do you stay so supportive of Mel? These are questions from Instagram. Well, I stay so supportive because, you know, I didn't have that support growing up. So I always told myself that whoever I met in life, I wanted to give them that type of support that I didn't get. And so that's how I want people to succeed. That's I want her to succeed, you know, and that's basically why I support her. How do you feel about my life work? Oh, I think it's amazing. I mean, I love it. I mean, I think it's a, it's a, it's something that's going to change, change the, the way people think about how there's a stereotype about people that have been to prison. And I think that they'd be surprised how intelligent and smart they are and that they can fully function in society and be educated and be anything they want to be. It's just they need the opportunity. And that comes with support that goes back to supporting people, you know, you know, they may not have that support at home. They may not have. Oh, uh, a roof over their head. They may not have food. They may not have clothes. They may not have a car. I mean, they don't have transport. I mean, there's all kinds of variables of why people go to prison. People don't stop and think about that. Though. I don't even know how to go into the next question, but <laughs> basically, you there's no one that's been there um, since the beginning like you have, and we've like we fucking have come up together and I'm emotional because we just lost one of our best friends and so when I think of coming up together and I think of the bus I just automatically think of Thomas so um, first off rest in peace to Thomas Green who was like one of our bestest friends of 26 years and I didn't, I was really not trying to cry on this episode, <laughs> but um, let's just talk about Thomas for a bit in the segue. What do you want to say about him? Oh man, Thomas is just a, an amazing person. I mean, he accepted me, you know, and for who I am, you know, people, some people think I'm weird because I'm so quiet. I'm this introvert, you know, and for Thomas, he's like the the person who's the who, who's the life of the party. He's like the the alter ego. So it's like he gets it going, you know. And then 
he kind of like smooths it out for you. And he's just, man, that, that he would give you the shirt off his back, man. I mean, you're talking about a guy that just always trying to help somebody, always trying to, to do something for someone, to do good for people. And, you know, I'll never forget the time. Um, you know, I used to play basketball a lot of places and we went somewhere and a group of individuals were upset because I was there and I was playing and, and he's like, you're not going to touch my friend. He's here with my brothers. And, and he's like, he always, uh, stood up for me. What's um what's one of your favorite memories of Thomas? Oh man, how we used to go to the store and we would look at all the things you know that we wanted and we would talk about, you know, we always just talk about like uh like jewelry and stuff and you know, sneakers and then you know, I would just got into video games, but you know, he's always played video games and I would say mostly like and lately it's mostly been about businesses like you know trying to he wanted to start like a like a delivery company and so he would ask me like which vehicles were good which ones not to get and I told him of course I said whatever you do don't get a Mercedes-Benz Sprinter I said the worst possible thing you could get maintenance on that'll kill you it probably cost you about thousand dollars to get an oil change. Um, that's speaking from experience of uh, taking those to the dealer to have the oil change sometimes. Yeah. So when I think of, because when you and I met, Thomas wasn't there that night, but he was he. I don't know, right? I don't think so. Um, the night that we met. No. No, he, he wasn't, wasn't there. there. But the day that you met my parents, Thomas was there. Yeah, Thomas came with me. Thomas was Thomas was my buffer. Thomas was totally the buffer. <laughs> because Thomas already knew how I, how I was. And he's like, he knows I was quiet. I was shy. And, you know, I don't say too much. So he came with me. And, you know, like I said, he's, he's the yang to the yang. You know, he gets it. He makes everything, every smooths everything out for me all the time. So wherever Gabe was, Thomas was. And then, so then when Gabe and I started dating, it was me, Gabe, and Thomas. And we were like a fucking tripod because it, we were always, the, it was always the three of us for years and years, right? Probably until like Melania was born, maybe like, so for for a solid like decade, <laughs> um, it, it was always the three of us and we would ride the bus together everywhere then I mean when you graduate from the buses to you know like your first cars like giving each other rides like just literally the come up um I I remember Thomas like being there from the beginning and you know one thing about me is like you know I didn't really grow up with my family being in California and so whenever we had milestone events it was always um important you know for for people who to show up right and Thomas was at everything. Thomas was always there. Thomas was at every single event. And he was the best man at our wedding. Yes, he was. Uh, you know, it's a, I wouldn't pick another person. You know, he was, uh, you know, for me, he was, he was my guy, you know, I mean, he just checked all the boxes for me and there wouldn't be no other person I would have picked as my best man. You know, I, I, I'm going to really miss Thomas. Um, you know, his personality is uh, second to none. And he just bright. I tell you, when he comes in the room, he just brightens up the room. He knows everybody. Yeah. And I, and I think I kind of used to be the same way a little bit. You know, I used to know everybody, you know, and I kind of, I kind of went into a shell and I didn't, I felt like I, I didn't want to be in the limelight. I just wanted to be, you know, where I was just myself and that not have um, that pressure of going somewhere and then running into someone and 
So I just kind of, you know, went back to my shell and that's how it's been for a long time. Sometimes I, people, you know, people come up and say, man, you don't remember so-and-so? I go, yeah, I remember him, but you know, they don't remember me. It's, I, I found somebody on TikTok that I, that I grew up with um, recently and they don't remember me, but I remember them. And it's interesting why I remember them is because um, they actually wanted to jump me for something that was, I had nothing to do with, you know, I just, I was there playing basketball one day um, on a playground and, you know, I'm not a gang member, never have and never will be. Um, I stand on my own and a person came down and wanted to do something to somebody and I mean, I'm playing the game. I mean, I don't know what, what's going on. I mean, I just see, then I see everybody scattering and, you know, it's like, well, you didn't take up for so-and-so. It's like, well, I mean, I'm not a part of your guys' crew, man. I mean, we cool, but I mean, I'm not, I'm not a, I'm not a gang member, man. Did I already ask this question? What are the, we didn't, what are the best three moments we've shared together? Um, I would say, one of the best moments is I'm going to say when you told me that we were having Melania, we went to Las Vegas and you got cupcakes and things like that. You always make everything uh, better for me, you know, as far as, you know, putting a smile, you make everything, you know, the way it should be. And so that's one moment. Um, the second moment I'm going to say is the time we went to Hawaii and we went snorkeling in uh, Hanama Bay. And I mean, we that was the first time going to Hawaii and going snorkeling. And I'm going to say the third time for me is the time we went to the snow with Melania. It was just us three. And we were going down the hill. And she was between your legs and she was going down the hill. And we lost her boots. <laughs> <laughs> that was funny. Yeah. That was funny because... Um, I realized that her shoe came off and then I was like, oh shit, because it was cold. And I realized, oh my gosh, she's probably freezing. That was that was fun. Um, I want to share mine with you. One of them was when way back in the day, um, you were going to San Diego City College and you got your financial aid package and we were getting off the trolley and you gave... Um, a person on the street went a hundred dollars yeah i did and the you know they have like transit cops or whatever because he asked the, the transit cop was going to put out his cigarette and the homeless man asked him if um he could have a cigarette and the guy looked at him and threw it on the ground and smashed it and i was like man what a what an asshole man so I reached in my pocket and gave him $100. And I said, look, man, you go buy yourself some cigarettes, man. And he looked at me and the transit cop said, man, he goes, you're stupid. I said, okay, well, I might be stupid, but at least he don't have to ask you for another cigarette now, right? He could go buy his own. So that's my best memory of you. Um, another memory that I have of you is when we went to New York City. Oh, yeah. And we went to the Met Museum. And we were there for hours, like what, eight hours? Yeah, we went there two, day, two days in a row. And it was just, you know, I loved, it was cool seeing it, but I loved seeing you see, like, I, I think, how do I explain this? How, I love seeing like you experience the museum. And I think for me, when, you know, like the memories I have of us riding on the bus and of us, oh my gosh, getting pizza on the weekends when it was like 1076 and we would have to, literally scrap coins like quarters and pennies just to like have enough money for pizza yeah going from that to like seeing you geek out in the museum that was that's one of my top two favorite memories I'm trying to think of a third one I'll think of a third memory while I ask you this next question are you proud of me oh I'm extremely proud of you I mean I could not you from seeing where you came from and seeing how hard you've worked to get to this point, I mean, most people don't even realize you started junior college over again after you were already finished. 
because of the simple fact is you finished, you were almost finished in Texas. And because Texas's curriculum is different than California's, you have to start all the way over again. I mean, that is just pure determination to let nothing stop you from getting what you wanted. And I mean, I couldn't be more proud. I mean, just the, the things that I've seen you accomplish is amazing to me. And I always knew that you could do it. Never once did I ever think you couldn't do it. Never. I always knew you could do it. What people may not, I don't think people maybe do, don't know this about me, but you're right. So as soon as I graduated high school, we, Gabe and I moved over here to Texas and I went to San Antonio College, which is a community college in San Antonio. And because I didn't graduate high school here, I had to start with remedial math, remedial English. And back then you could not test out of it. It was, you had to start with these remedial courses no matter what. So I had to start from all the way from the beginning here. I And I did that, what, I don't know how long did we live here at the time, like a year or two, maybe? It was about a year and a half. So I got through the courses, all the remedial courses, I like they wanted me to. And then we decided we didn't like it and we moved back to California. And then what I didn't know at the time was that when I moved back to California, none of those remedial courses transferred because, you know, back then I was a community college student. I didn't know. So I basically had to start all over again. So every course that I had taken here, it didn't count. Um, and so that's where he's saying, like, maybe most people would have quit. Right. And I, I was determined to to not and to keep going. Um and I knew I should have written it down, but fuck, I forgot. My memory's horrible. I had the, the third memory. It's going to come back to me. Shit. Gabe's also my, my time capsule because I have the worst memory. And so I could tell him, I could be, this, this is how, how much he knows me. I could be like, Gabe, what's that one song that came out in 1999 that, um, that I used to like? in 1999 the rap song oh yeah i want to be a baller see he's my time capsule yeah what was my third memory of you oh my goodness it was a good one too shit it's gonna come back to me um i it'll come back i'm gonna write it down next time so you followed me to Texas you you left your life your own life work your career for me mm-hmm. how do you feel about that I mean I feel good about it I mean you know right now it's you know I gave up a lot you know I had it I had it made you know I mean I literally started as a temp there and I started as an on-call and then worked my way to part-time and eventually full-time and then where I was a senior. And it was a lot of blood, sweat, and tears for me. And it's worth it, though, because it's not, like I said, it's not about me. It's not about me being successful. It's about me bringing the other person to where they they need to be and that's that's fine with me i don't i don't have a problem you know it it's um it's an experience like you know since i started working here um things are a lot different um but that's fine um i take it with uh with a grain of salt i mean it's just it's something that had to be done so you could further your career. And like I said, from the, from the first question, I mean, I'm, if I could help you get to that where you want to go next, that's what it's all about for me. I think something that people may not realize too, was like, this was always the plan, right? Like between you and I, we, we had a, we had a plan um, because, you know, I wasn't going to get my doctorate for nothing. Right. Like, there, I, I was working full-time during my master's program. I was working full-time up until like the last year of my doc program when it, it became a lot. And then I had to transition out, but it was always the plan, right? Was yeah. that we would go on, I would go on the job market for, for a professor role. And we knew then at that point, 
I might not be able to be regionally bound just because of like the the small number of jobs that were available in California yeah. and then in Southern California specifically. Everybody wants to go to California to be, you know, to work there. I mean, most, that's what we realize is most professors, as soon as there's an opening, it's like, you know, wherever if they're in the cold, they're in the South, they don't want to be there. They're going to go, you know, to somewhere, you know, they might be home for them too. So it makes, makes things a lot harder for a first time professor, you know. Definitely, definitely. So what have you enjoyed most about living in South Texas? Um, so what I've enjoyed most is so far is that this is a very like family oriented town. I mean, there's there's only five of us here, but I mean, you know, that's enough family for me. Um, it, it's very, I'm going to say it's very safe here and that um, there's not a lot of crime. It's like a lot of people like nostalgia here. They like um, a lot of things that you wouldn't see in other places, you know, where they still have like 15 comic book stores and um, they have baseball card shops. It's it's just a different type of vibe here. And it's very, very laid back. I mean, I, I mean, it's cool. I mean, like I said, I could be at least I'm in a bigger city. I mean, I could be in the middle of nowhere where there's like 10,000 people and go to school there and say, well, I mean, there's only, that's it. I mean, you got to just make the best of it, you know? And and I laugh because I'm like, we, we, <laughs> we are in a small town, but Gabe's like, it could be worse. So a small town. So the town next to us has 146,000 people it's but, it, a, it's, but a it's large spread out. it's a large landmass the yeah. city we're in has like 135,000 people so it's it's a large landmass that's spread out but there is it's not a 10,000 people city it's it's got quite a bit of people here so I'm going to get into this version this this next part where I call um the next part of the well I can't even speak you know which part of it, <laughs> you know what it is, the this or that, but the California versus Texas edition. Mm -hmm. Okay, so Tex-Mex or California Mexican food? Oh, man, that's not even a <laughs> uh, California Mexican food all the way. I mean, there is a, there is a big, look, I'm one of the most biased people that you can meet. And I'm unbiased. unbiased. Sorry about that. It's okay. Unbiased. Sorry <laughs> and I'm just going to tell you how it how it is if it's good it's gonna say it's good if it's bad i'm gonna say it's bad i'm not gonna you know just say because i'm from california i'm gonna pick california the mexican food here is just totally opposite than california it's not even close in and out or whatever oh in and out south padre island or coronado beach <laughs> <laughs> uh coronado beach this isn't fair um san antonio or san diego oh san diego i mean that's you know that's home i mean don't get me wrong i mean uh san antonio is a nice city um but it's not it's not san diego and there's a it's there's a big difference between the two very very big difference california tamales or texas tamales uh california all the way so uh, a couple of days ago i had what did what did you say was it tamale gate on my instagram stories <laughs> he's like what is going on because there was a a whole a whole thing about it um but there you go say one well i think you kind of did say one nice thing about texas Look, I'm an outdoorsy person. I mean, I grew up like watching TV, you know, when I did have cable as a kid and I would see things on TV, you know, I used to fish in the cemetery pond, you know, um, so I kind of like the outdoors a little bit. I like to hear birds, I like to be with nature. Um, it's It's a beautiful place. It's not it's not ugly and you know it, when you grow up in an urban area you have to go far away to get that experience and here I mean they have a city part but I mean you know I don't have to go that far to get that experience you know it's 
it's when you go outside you hear it every day you know and so that's what i like about it any last words for the people listening um i just want to say um thank you for always supporting my wife um she really appreciates it like you guys don't know how much she appreciates it and any more support you guys could give her you know, by sharing her podcast or things like that would be, you know, awesome. And I just want to say thank you for having me. Thank you, babe. I love you. Uh, I love you too, babe. And that is this last episode of the Scholar Homies podcast, the family edition. I hope you enjoyed it. I tried to get uh, snippets and clips from from everybody from questions that, that were asked. So um, again, this is a, a very special edition because it's my birthday. So thank you for listening on my birthday if you are. And um, we'll catch you on the next episode. Be safe out there. Happy New Year. And tomorrow is never promised. So this episode is, is going to be dedicated to our dear, dear friend, Thomas Green, who we love and will miss forever. So may he forever rest in peace.